When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1950, Slow Living with Children, by Danae Barahona with NoSidebar.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another parenting edition of ORD, hosted by me, Greg Audino. Great to have you here once again, where this time I'll be reading a post for you that's all about how to slow down life as a parent, and why that can be awfully difficult sometimes due to our preconceptions. Let's learn about how to parent more mindfully today as we hop into this article now and optimize your life. Slow Living with Children by Danae Barahona with NoSidebar.com All I wanted was a picnic. It didn't seem like too much to ask. I was a brand new mother and I had a vision of my little family lounging in a serene park. In my vision... We were relaxing on a red-and-white gingham blanket, feasting on sandwiches made of gluten-free brioche, local cheese, and nitrate-free prosciutto. We soaked up the warmth of the 72-degree day under an old oak tree. It was slow. It was delightful. It was a daydream. It was an idealization. As a more seasoned mother, now I know that family picnics don't look like this. The weather is rarely perfect. The blanket is covered with crumbs after the toddler stepped on all the sandwiches. You spend no time sitting. Instead, you are corralling a tiny person who is more interested in running into the road than eating her peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It was supposed to be slow. It was supposed to be delightful. But instead, you can't wait to get out of there. When we idealize time spent with family, real life can make us feel like we aren't measuring up. We feel like we just aren't doing something right. After you've had a few failed family outings like this, you might begin to think that your kids just aren't capable of soaking up slow days like you imagined. As adults, we have a low tolerance for boredom, and we have an even lower tolerance for our kids to be bored. They whine, complain, and we perceive them as unhappy. No one wants their kids to be unhappy. As a result, we feel the pull to fill up all the free time with soccer practice, art classes, and tickets for kitty concerts. Why does slow living with the kids feel so painful? We can blame our idealizations. We may be holding on to some variation of the picnic vision. We hold on to visions about what family time should look like. Most likely, it'll be free from sibling conflicts and the kids will be beaming with happiness. Visions full of rainbows and butterflies. But here's the reality. Sometimes you will have glimpses of these blissful visions, You'll see rainbows and butterflies, 
You'll feed the family a healthy home-cooked meal, get at least 30 minutes of exercise, and the kids will be smiling. But most days won't be idyllic. These days are not a failure. Parenthood is not black and white. These days are not all good or all bad. Parenthood is meant to be gray. Most days are going to be a delightful, warm shade of gray. There will be bickering. There will be bodily fluids in unexpected locations. There will be picky eaters. But there will also be hugs. There will be laughs. There will be time for connection. It'll never be perfect. But as long as you drop the expectation that your life is going to look like a movie, you'll be able to find beauty in your imperfect gray day. You can live a slow life with kids. But slow living doesn't mean your children will be frolicking barefoot in a field of wildflowers and foraging for mushrooms. Instead, it means you can trade out some of your highly structured time for slower and more flexible alternatives. Slow living with kids might mean fewer soccer practice and more taking the ball to the park to kick around. Or perhaps fewer dance lessons and more time breaking it down together to the latest hits in the kitchen. Do your kids really need a weekly foreign language lesson? Or can you broaden their world perspective by befriending an international family who speaks another language and eats unique food? You don't have to schedule play dates, but you can show up at the playground prepared to introduce yourself to at least two other parents. I've come to realize that slow living doesn't mean sitting around on a picnic blanket, staring longingly into each other's eyes. Instead, It's about creating a life with fewer obligations and more flexibility. When we free up time on our calendars, we inadvertently make time for the most important things that never made it onto the to-do list. Building relationships, making eye contact with one another, and tuning into the overall well-being of our families. Slow living isn't idyllic living, but when we start to let go of those idyllic visions of family life, we can start embracing the perfectly imperfect people standing right in front of us. If you open your mind and change your expectations, slow living with children can be delightful. You just listened to the post titled Slow Living with Children by Danae Barahona with NoSidebar.com And thank you to Danae for today's post. I love how she addresses the gray area of parenting. Needless to say, it's an important space to acknowledge, not just in parenting, but in all areas of life. Regardless of what we involve ourselves in or who we involve ourselves with, there will always be that gray area in which things might feel a little messy, a little confusing, a little unstable, ultimately just a little unexpected. And if we haven't anticipated such a time or even tried our best to avoid it, It can make us feel as though the rug has been pulled out from underneath us when we find ourselves there. So use this time and this article as a reminder that times of imperfection will exist. And should we see such a time as the norm as opposed to the exception, we can better prepare ourselves to embrace it fully and get curious about it, as opposed to trying to fill it in with distractions like Danae mentioned, or try to forcibly mold it into something more comfortable for us. Embracing the gray is where a lot of growth happens, and it's essential for parents to remember that, particularly newer parents. So think on that, everyone. It's time to get going and say goodbye to another episode of ORD. 
As always, I thank you for coming and doing right by your relationships and doing so. Have a great rest of your day, and be sure to stop in tomorrow for more, where your optimal life awaits.